What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to episode 199 of Even More About Nothing. That means, yes, we are one episode away from episode, uh, I don't even know how to say it in Spanish. I just know it's dos cero cero. Or as the British would say, hello, mate. <laughs> hello, mate. And hello, quite a banger, mate. isn't it? Isn't hello, it? governor. <laughs> Bro, I, I love nothing more than hopping in Discord as much as I can't stand my dude Bam. And we just start going in on British accents because they're the funniest thing on the face of the earth. Listen, right now, I've been obsessed with like grime music. British gangster rap is a different planet. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It's Instead of, of guns, just, it's all about knife control. <laughs> I'm telling you, these boys, it's the blicky, the sticky, the icky, the wicky. I'm like, what is, what is happening? These dudes are real life samurai out here. It's funny, like, all of a sudden you see one pop up with a gun. It's just like, God, does your pearl officer know you got that? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been great, man. Yeah, British accents. British, like, it's British accents, top tier. Always great to make fun yeah. of. And just, it's always a situation. Yeah, but guys, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I am one of your hosts. My name is Matt. You can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu, um, where I realize maybe I am turning into like a shit post meme account. Mm. It's not mm. as inherently a bad thing. Mm. It's not bad. Not, not but sometimes bad. it's just like, does that need to happen? Hey, listen, in the words of the great American poet, Gucci Mane. Hey, sometimes niggas just gotta die. <laughs> and all I'm saying is Gucci Mane hasn't lied yet. I'm telling you, like, listen, Gucci Mane, say what you want. You ain't lied yet. And he uh, might be the bravest man in all of American history. I didn't, I've never, like, listen, say what you want about George Washington and all these other people. None of them killed a man, made a diss track about it, and then played it in front of the man's homeboy that he killed. <laughs> I'm saying Gucci Mane playing that track in front of Jeezy is the most is the bravest thing any human being has ever done in 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 the in the existence of humanity. I just see Alexander the Great walking down playing the harp, talking about I killed your man's the other week. <laughs> yeah, John Wilkes Booth who. <laughs> Uh, but uh, before we get too quick into it, uh, the our other co-host here today. I go by the name of Westside Mookie, Old Man Mookie, Mookie Eight Thirty Three. You've heard all before. Uh, just you know, find me where you find me. Uh, if, you, if I'm if I'm not as ridiculous on Twitter as I'm usually are, that's just because grad school is killing me. <laughs> I am tired. But you can find me on the internet at Old Man Mookie. Uh, just beware, I have no filter, and I'm ready for all of the smoke, period. That's what we mm -hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mookie, there are a couple of things that happened this week. Mm, man, and, did they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, there are a couple of things that uh, we could choose from. Mm. And so I'm going to let you pick first, um, but... I'm going to give you keywords mm -hmm. for pertaining to what we could talk about. Maybe you'll know. Maybe you'll pick up on it. Maybe you won't. Okay? Keyword number one. Let's go. 
free. Mm. Keyword number two. Keyword number two. Home. Mm, 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 mm. Keyword, Keyword number, three. number three. Studio. Boof. Well, uh, if you guys don't know, one of my favorite numbers is three. Anytime I make a character on 2K, I pick the number three. You know why? The God Allen Iverson. So let's go with keyword number three. So I'm actually going to do a flipperoo, and number three is actually number door number one, and number one is actually door number three. <laughs> so I have no choice in this. I have no choice. You should have just said you wanted this. Uh, so let's see what's, what's behind door number one. The boy Bobby Schmurda is free. Listen, we're back in it. Uh, Shmoney dance. Welcome home, Bobby. It's been a long, who, 14 years, something like that, seven years? Seven years. Seven I just years. got out. I was six months fresh out of high school. Man, welcome home, Bobby. Welcome home, Rowdy Rebel. Uh, obviously, uh, they serve their debt to society, but it's just so good to see, like, Bobby come home to such a warm reception for, like, quote-unquote doing it right. I mean, we've had other people come home and not do it the right way, uh, mm -hmm. but Bobby... Bobby stepped up, did it the right way. Rowdy got to come home. Bobby's home now. Uh, Mitch is never coming home. TK, Mitch and TK are never coming home. So, you know, prayers up for them. But Bobby's Listen, home. New York is excited. The Knicks are winning basketball games. Bobby <laughs> is an icon. He is quite literally like the cultural reset yeah, that we needed. Like, this obviously, is, because the moment 2021 turns around, Bobby coming home. Bobby coming home. He's not taking no drinks in the I'm, club. I'm telling you, he's uh, on a plane with Quavo. I saw, I saw that. I was like, he's turning down drinks in the club on a Thursday? Oh, okay. And right. you know the best part about this? He brought my guy Norm Kelly out of Twitter retirement. Listen, Norm, the sixth god is back. Listen, <laughs> what a time to be alive. If you Honestly, if you don't know, if you don't know who Norm Kelly is, Norm Kelly is. You had to be uh, Yeah, you had <laughs> I, I got that reference. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. It's so interesting. The, the oh, so much context goes into it because I'm sure there are a lot of people that are just like, "Who's Bobby Schmurda and why should I care about him getting out of jail?" And it just goes to show. It's just oh. yeah, listen. If you don't know now, you know. Go look it up. Go look up the whole look up the whole GS9 situation. Like. Bobby Shmurda is the reason we got Pop Smoke. Uh, R.I.P. to the dead. I it would have been in. Can you imagine if Pop Smoke was alive right now and Bobby yeah. came home? Oh man, mm. Brooklyn would be bananas. Bro, it was the memes that came out of it. It's like oh, yeah. Bobby's hat right now. Uh, someone did it to the Infinity a, War scene. Yeah, when he popped up to <laughs> Thor. <laughs> yeah, that's a great oh. one. That's a great one. And I think the one I like, I think that was my favorite one for a long time. And then another one just popped up on my feed last night. It's Thanos pushing the axe into uh, Thor's chest. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you just see the, at, the hat start moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanos in the face. <laughs> and he's just doing the Bobby dance. Um, yeah. I, listen, I, I haven't been inside a club. I, I might go outside just to hear Bobby. If he drops, if he drops, oh, honestly, if he drops a mixtape, an album, anything, I'm certified outside. platinum, it's platinum, it's platinum, automatically. The whole city's outside. The whole, the whole, yeah. the whole world might be outside if Bobby drops an album. Bro, all all the boroughs of New York, bump it. 
One thousand percent. Even Staten Island. Honestly, <laughs> oh yeah, no one cares about. That. <laughs> uh, oh man. But. Speaking of which, Bobby coming home, right? Right. Also got a new title for the Spider-Man movie coming out later this year, 2021. Yep. Which I thought they had pushed it to 2022 because of the delays in the scheduling for the Marvel titles. So I thought we were still like over a year out. Um, But then they hit us with a Tom Holland publicity stunt with the help of uh, uh, Jacob and Zendaya. Yeah. Gaming us fake names and people had all these theories that they're just like, oh, these are the color schemes are for the different villains in these universes and it's confirmed multiverse and this is this is what it's all about. And all, this just goes to show all false flags. People read way too much into things. I mean, people have whole YouTube channels breaking down 30 second trailers. So Right, and they go on for like forty-five minutes to an hour. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking um, about? But we did get the actual. So that happened uh, one day. Like all three of them posted, and then the next day they came out with a video. I think it's funny that only Marvel can do this because of someone like Tom Holland, who's notorious for leaking secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got to have a little fun with it. Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. And it's written on a board with all of the, the fake names. rejected titles. Yeah. Um, and honestly, let's just look at some of these because I just think it's absolutely hilarious how they did some of these. Um, they have Spider-Man Home Sweet Home. Yeah. Home World, which someone crossed out and put boring. <laughs> uh, work from home, which someone crossed out and said, please no. <laughs> uh want to go home no place like home no place like home i thought could be realistic uh especially with the situation with him not being able to go home but uh, right uh there's home alone and then someone crossed it out with copyright issues and then somebody uh, says that uh, i think there's another one that's like we already did this yes there's homesick which someone put uh homeschooled crossed out and aunt may says no i thought that was hilarious <laughs> that's funny uh, zooming home. Someone again put, please stop. Stay at home. They said hard pass. Uh, close to home. Can't find home. And then, obviously, the one they went with, no way home. Yeah. Somebody was, like, circling and highlighting all the different hexes. It's like, oh, we're gonna get a hexagonal pattern on the new Spider-Man suit. I'm like, bro, what is wrong with you? First Can people all, not just enjoy things? Just, just like, like maybe they just drew hexes on there for the sake of just doing hexes. Although when Battle World was introduced, it was like they were in like hexagonal domes, so that makes a little bit of sense. But like to say, yeah, oh, it it's 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 weird the way that for the imagination as the old yeah. One of the things is like seeing this. People were just like, oh, they're going nuts on it. Um, and someone was just like, the way that they put the webbing around the name, it's like, uh, it looks like the shape of Puerto Rico, so Miles is going to be in this. And then I was just like... I cannot hear you. Lost sound. So mid-podcast, Matt, uh, lost sound. So... <laughs> Um, I'm just going to speculate based on what he was saying. <laughs> oh, All right, we're God. back. 
I was, I was, I was about to have way too much fun. <laughs> oh, oh no, we're not, we're not going to get into this. But uh, yeah, so many people are just so tired, so tired. It's just like it looks. The webbing looks like the shape of Puerto Rico. Miles Morales. I was just like, for for people that are speculating, don't you get tired? For show writers, for creators, for people that work on these projects, I know they're tired yeah, <laughs> of right. always hearing these Isn't theories, and they're just. Though? But his mom, Puerto Rican heritage. Yeah, yeah, but like, still, like, why would he be in Puerto Rico? He'd be in Harlem. Well, like, no, they thought it was the shape of Puerto Rico calling out to like his heritage and whatever. Like, that's that's again like. Okay. Miles okay. Is, so, Miles is so much more than that. Right. And honestly, I'm actually super glad that we're talking about this because uh, if you're like a normal human being who during 2020, during the panorama, you download a TikTok as a joke and now are consumed by the content and the drama that goes on there. Mm, big fact. Uh, there was a guy, I'm not even going to give credit to his name just because he's an idiot. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, decided in full confidence to go onto TikTok and say Miles Morales is not a Latino superhero. He does not count as one. Idiot. He is just he is just black. And I does that person know how a Putnam Square works? Like did that person fail biology class? I honestly, honestly, I think he did. And I I want I'm naturally a pessimistic person. I, for the most part, at the base level, human basic decency, want to believe that people know what they're doing or that people have common sense. Every day, I am proven wrong and we stray <laughs> further from God's light. <laughs> and oh, and that, just, that just shows two things. One, how toxic the comic book community can be mm. um, and why representation matters. Uh, because first of all, even just watching, if you've never picked up a comic book in your life and you watched um, Into the Spider-Verse. So good, by the even, way. Still, in my opinion, the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Probably one of the best superhero movies. Big facts. Ever made. Um, but if you just watched that movie and you got to know a little bit about Miles, what do you know about him? You know he's a, a kid from Harlem or Brooklyn. No, he goes to Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Uh, Is he, wait, where's Captain America from? Captain America's from Brooklyn. Yes. Peter Parker's from Queens. Yeah. Miles Morales is Harlem. You're right. It's Harlem. Yeah. Uh, but he went to Brooklyn Visions. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he's like, yes, he's a black, like his dad's black. His mom is Puerto Rican like he speaks Spanish? They don't call to it because why do you need to call? like it Again, speaks for itself? I mean, in the way goes, that he moves and what he talks. To a private school, and like they, the, he doesn't need to prove the fact. He doesn't need to prove that that he's Spanish. Like he, right? Is, he is who he is. Like by like by virtue of having a Hispanic mother, he is literally Spanish born. But he has a right. black father, so like he doesn't have to prove. Like, and that's one thing I love about the movie is he doesn't have to prove his Hispanicness and he doesn't have to prove his blackness. 
He's yeah. Just, he's a mixed kid from Harlem. He's a like the things I care more about. Miles. A. He's a sneakerhead. He's got a nasty sneaker collection. I care mm-hmm. more about his sneaker collection than him proving he's Hispanic or black or both. I guess that's right. just who he is as a person. Um, not only is he like really 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 good at math he's one of the top students in the entire country in science which separates him like it separates him a little bit from peter parker because he's into street stuff like with his uncle of course he's into street stuff like he's into hip-hop he's into spanish music he's a tagger these are the things i care about that like that concern miles um but the thing is like if you're watching that movie you get that you think okay He's black and he's Latino or Latinx. Um, So the audacity for someone who's read comics, who saw this movie, to have the unmitigated goal, frankly, to have the nerve of a sloth staring down a Komodo dragon or a toilet spider, whatever you want to call it down under, and say he's just a black character he is not a representation of latino culture is irresponsible it is stupid and frankly you have no right to speak on behalf of comic books like in my opinion uh and i i don't want to take that hard of a stance on it but so many people saw this movie so many people like literally in a two-year span people got black panther they got into the spider-verse and got to represent two separate cultures that you don't really see if you haven't picked up comic books like yeah. in the superhero realm. And to try to take that away from someone just because you feel a certain type of way about it. My guy, not a good look. I got five good fights in me left. I will fight you for charity. Like I will <laughs> gladly give up all five just to go a couple rounds with you. Like, come on. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And again, like, before we get stuck on this topic, because I think we've like dealt with this before, um, but in a more edifying manner, like, okay, so you saying he's not Hispanic, he's just black. What does that prove? Like, what are you trying to prove? He's still, again, representing more than one culture, even if he's quote unquote, just black. He's representing mm-hmm. multiple cultures in one. Um, again, you're wrong because again, genetics, um, but then, like that takes away, like you're like you're taking a part of what makes him a unique character. Mm-hmm. Like yes, I mean we've talked about it before. Yes, he he talks about having interactions with interactions with police officers as Miles and interactions with police officer as Spider Man, and then having to go home and deal with this like the consequences and like the reality, the fact that his dad is black and his stepdad's mm-hmm. a cop. Well, I think in the in the comic books, his stepdad it's his stepdad as a cop, or is that his actual dad? Yeah, it. Uh, I think it's in certain clear, lines, think, it's his. Yeah. Either way, his yeah, dad's it's, black it's and his stepdad as a cop. So he has. He's again. This is a character that we should be championing every opportunity we get because he crosses so many cultural barriers and gets. We get to through comic books, one of the purest art, like purest art forms on the planet. We get to like see him deal with some of this re- like real life issues um so mm-hmm. we should be doing everything to kind of promote that instead of holding that back yeah and honestly and this may have been some misguided attempt to say i just want better um like li- pure latino like comic books which a 
wrong way to go about it and promotes colorism within the Latino community, which is already kind of an issue. Yeah, so, I mean, it's so, a, I mean, dark, team light skin versus team dark skin. We were fighting. Right. We, we were rooting. Right. <laughs> we had wars. <laughs> yeah, let's, we're not going to get into that. But And B, like, there are different ways to do it than aside from saying that trying to bring down probably the best chance that you've had, the most known chance that you've had for who knows how long in the mainstream. Um, so all that to say, folks, one, don't gatekeep comic book or nerdy uh, community because that's a bad look for all of us and everyone deserves to have a chance, a fair shake to find something they love and enjoy. I mean, we've all found solace in it and it's a really good medium for people. It's probably one of the most used mediums probably the longest used mediums to equate and talk about social issues um, in a fun, sometimes fun, but still reality based way. way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just, 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 um, and if, in the words of my boy, Cisco, just don't be a dick. Yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, I mean, could just always, be better, do better, unless you want to get your entire mind wiped like uh, everyone in the town of Westview did. Uh, <laughs> you, you like that, don't you? You like oh, that, okay. don't you? So, at this point, spoiler warning for episode 8 of WandaVision, because we're, we're finna get into it. Tough. Oh my gosh. Listen. Oh my gosh. Okay, so, first thing Before first. Before we get into, gotta... into, into it, have you seen like what has happened with that one Agatha... Agatha all along track. So I saw a guy on TikTok who did a remix to it. Bro, the original soundtrack is already platinum. What? It's platinum, bro. It's Yo. like the number one. It's like it's already like the number one stream soundtrack, like out of anything. In and it's 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 kind of a banger though. No, I'm not even gonna lie. I want to hear that remix because the the kids on TikTok are nice with the remixes. There's there's this guy who's been uh, he was the one I I'm shared wait, it on I'm Twitter. I'm sway the remix god because he's the king of those. Right. No, this guy this guy's pretty nice with it. Um, I tweeted it out probably like a week ago whenever the episode came out, uh, just shortly after it came out. Um, but off the rip, first thing I just got to say because if you want to know me for anything coming into this podcast in 2021, I will champion this if I ever become president. This is my campaign <laughs> slogan. Like off the rip, I'm just gonna say it. So sorry for those that are kind of like coming in here for like with a PG thing, but fuck the director of sword. Listen, I will fight that dude in the gulag. On site has never been more real than that Kanye track on site. It flames, bro, shooting all the shots. Me and all of GS9 pulling up. I'm getting the British dudes with all the stickies and the blickies. He is a problem. He has to go. I can't wait till Jimmy swings on homie. Oh, Bro, honestly, problem. honestly, you can look in the dictionary um, by letter, like you're going down, douchebag, example one, director of sword. Like, that's who it is. He is the actual worst. The actual so, worst. And, and the thing is, like, we are, like, I already didn't like him. I already felt some kind of way. And I think most people, most sensible people were just like, ah, he's like, yeah, I don't, he doesn't vibe well with me. I don't like him. The fact, because in episode eight, like, obviously, um, they're kind of walking back through Wanda's memories and they're kind of explaining why things have been happening the way, which is such smart storytelling. I I don't know who the director is. 
they're doing fantastic. This, this is, is how, just this is so you, good. This is how you do comic book stories. Because I've always said this before, and I, I'm 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 not quite ready to say it yet, but I'm inching closer and closer. Marvel has been king of the the the, the silver screen, the big the big screen. DC has yeah. that, we haven't had a really really good big screen movie since Dark Knight Returns, in my opinion. Like yeah. Aquaman was great, Wonder Woman was great, but there's we have one hit and then four trash movies. Marvel's is like hit, 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 hit. When it comes to yeah. TVs and animated movies, DC is king. That's starting to change. That is starting to change, yeah. and it started with WandaVision. The directors, I mean, the way they like lay everything out, and then you realize there's layers underneath the layers that are underneath mm-hmm. the layers. I mean. Look at everything that Agatha has done. Wait, like you go back to episode seven, you see how she's kind of been stringing everything along, but then yeah. like they introduce her in a way that's like, boom, this is her story. You don't need to know any more than this. Boom, right back to the situation. Now how she's yeah. been pulling all the strings. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's just so good. But like as they're doing this, the thing that they do is like they step like they're going through Wanda's. Um, life through childhood up into like when her powers first to come into fruition um to when like pre- more present day um whenever she goes to see the director and she's like where's vision and the fact that he man- not necessarily manipulated the footage but he only showed the parts of the footage that made it seem like she was crazy right. and she stole vision right and we'll get into that into a minute because oh my gosh i've never wanted honestly that's great acting i know everyone's talking about everyone else talking about jimmy that is great acting that is great writing that they can do this and this is happening i was just like i just can't stand you every time he's on the camera i want to just i'm upset that that is great acting and honestly he might be Sung hero of WandaVision, and I will stand by that. Because mm. uh, he's giving you. I hate the character. Hate. <laughs> yeah, it's like shout out to my guy. I love the it. Uh, he's he, a villain, and he's one heck right. of a villain. He's doing his job, and he's not even necessarily a villain. He's just an antagonist that they're coming across because uh, he's standing in the way of like what is happening here. And here's my thing: like, if you were, like, if you look at everything he's saying, he was like. You, like he talks about like hey you weren't here during the blip things were bad and like he's he's not necessarily wrong like vision like vision's body in the wrong hands mm-hmm. is a problem in case y'all forgot vision is literally literally made from like the remains of ultron and he was a he's, big problem he's not just Ultron, literally. He's improved version the, of Ultron. Like, the top five smartest entities known to man on Earth comprise a vision. And an Infinity Stone. And an Infinity Stone. So he's not necessarily wrong. Everything he's doing, I feel like he feels justified. And if he would do it in a different way, I think we would all be in his back. But Homeboy wants to be ridiculous and do everything like and again, I think it gets back to, again, it, the, the, the genius writing about it is it goes all the way back to the Sarkovia Accords in that, like, people have lost, like, confidence in the absolute, like, p- 
power of superheroes, right? Like humans have to have a way to defend themselves when the superheroes fail, mm-hmm. right? So I don't necessarily blame him. I hate him. I hate how he's doing it. And like, and honestly, I think you're right. Uh, because for the past, from midway to end of phase three up until now, Marvel has just been throwing antagonists at us that aren't necessarily wrong. Like, they're relatable. It's like you can see how easy it is to be in their shoes. Listen, Thanos went about everything the absolute wrong way. Was he wrong? Not necessarily. Killmonger. Not necessarily wrong. Not necessarily wrong. Again, these are are villains with heart. Like, these are villains with more than just, like, world domination on their mind. They have a purpose. They have a will. They have a goal. They have desires of their own. Like, honestly, like, it's kind of hard to hate Killmonger. Mm-hmm. It's hard to hate Killmonger. Honestly, the more that they think about it, maybe, honestly, that's probably what DC's doing wrong. Yeah. They're doing these larger-than-life villains. So, like, obviously, Justice League's a big thing. And one of their main villains is Darkseid. And, like, he's just the essence of pure evil. Darkseid is literally, like, the DC equivalent of death in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Darkseid wants nothing but pure destruction. Yeah, and so, like, but we don't want to talk too much about that. So back to what we were were talking about. Um, You guys know me. Huge fan. Battleworld. Doctor Doom. If this is what they're doing, and if Doom is to come into play, I can't wait because Doom is already a complex character in the comics. To see him at like brought to life with this level of writing, hopefully the right level of acting and the right quality of acting, I think that'll blow everything out of the water. So, um, now let's let's unpack a little bit. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like going into episode two hundred of this podcast, we j- obviously we're just going to now be known as the Wandavision show. Um, <laughs> Or uh, I really, I really want to be uh, Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> I, I am in tears. But I'm sure someone already has a staple on that. If not, I'll be very, very, very disappointed. Um, but they did. They also are somewhat doing a bit of a retcon here. Um, if you picked up on that, um, because they, they go back to. Her childhood and it can this episode confirmed a lot of things it wasn't like the most action-packed episode but unpacked everything and just added a lot more questions that we thought we're starting to get answers to yes yeah, structurally um, the story is definitely way heavier than anything we've been with yet so far yeah um but we realize like Agatha has been stringing things along, but she doesn't necessarily have control over the situation. It's she's been Wanda to, from the jump. She's trying to figure out what's like. She's with us. Agatha's trying to figure out what happened. Honestly, like by definition, and you'll identify with this if you're a person of color. She is on that. I'm trying to get like you phase. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Honestly, I'm. This you is- take over for a bit. I'm, I'm going to tweet that. You take yeah, over. <laughs> yeah, 
this is literally when you see each other at the reunion. It was like, what's happening, cuz? I see you out here balling. And then the, the automatic response is like, hey, man, I'm just trying to be like you, chief. Um, but no, that's absolutely right. Agatha is learning what, like, Wanda at this point seems to be the most powerful magic source on the face of the planet. And Agatha, who seems to have a lot of power but doesn't know how to control it, calls her a being of creation. And if you watch the episode, you know why. She literally created another vision out of her pain, anger, anguish, out of her, with just pure emotion. She created out of nothing another vision that exists within reality while vision's body is still somewhere else so now we so, have two visions in one universe that uh, blows my mind again because this happened at the same time we realized that she walked out she walked in to sword looking for vision but she walked out without vision yeah. and then obviously the director kind of manipulated things and be like she's a threat she stole vision from us we're trying to get it back it's like no, honestly, you probably were going to leave her alone until you realized she brought vision to life. Like she made another vision. Yeah. Um, which that just brings up even more questions about that. But before we get to that, before we get to that, I love that as Agatha is like trying to walk Wanda through these steps of uh, like what happened, take me back. And you realize Wanda's always had these powers, like retconning it. And I have a theory about that but i get to that in a second you start to see why sitcoms have been happening it's like that's how she coped with yep. her family it's it's a coping while, mechanism. yeah while things were not great they had family nights where they watched american sitcoms and they practiced their english um and it's like it's a way that she felt close to her family so like after her parents were hit by um a dud air quote like missile or bomb like she feels close to them after Pietro was shot and she was in Avengers base in isolation. She watched, uh, I think at that point she was watching Malcolm in the middle or she, whenever she was yeah. in Hydra, she was watching Malcolm. In the, like she watched, she sitcoms to feel like she's still with her family, um, which is powerful. But I want to talk about strongest. The queen is the line that hit the most that just glossed over is when she's sitting with vision Vision looks at her and says, what is grief if not love persevering? Listen, if you're not in therapy and that line doesn't make you want to go to therapy, you don't have a heartbeat. Go to therapy. Signed by Vision. What? That was powerful. That Bro. was powerful. Honestly, and like Twitter caught on to it and someone's like, to the writer, whoever came up with that line, are you okay? <laughs> Do you need help? Is this a sign? Are you sending right. us a message? Wow, that, right. That's so true. That's so true. So true. So and good. it's and we we get to see like unpacking all of this and like obviously it's being brought up to modern times and um all to this point where Wanda is at this empty lot in Westview, New Jersey, that Vision was planning to build a house for them. And they were just going to have like, their little happily ever after. And then he just broke down at that point and created this reality. Um, and then there's someone I follow uh, on Twitter. Her name's Christina. 
also a really great follow for Marvel content and stuff like that. Uh, she was just like, all of this could have been fixed if the Avengers just showed up with some pie and said, you good? Like, <laughs> I saw that. Honestly, saw that. this is this is all essentially Wanda breaking psychosis because she's grieving. Yeah, and again, again, another part why I hate the director. She didn't, like, this wouldn't have happened if he would have let her have her moment to grieve. It's his fault. Mm-hmm. It's literally his fault. I wouldn't say it's his fault. His he fault, was, de- he he definitely, was definitely like the straw that so broke the camel's back. Exactly. She was already of the edge, and he just pushed her. Yeah. No more. More of like he gave her reason to. He's just like you know. Everyone else is saying you won't jump. Might as well. <laughs> he's like. He's like. I think you will. <laughs> he's like. I bet you won't. <laughs> it's literally. He's literally the voice is like. I bet you won't. He's he's the he's the one kid at the lunch table is like bet you ain't gonna punch him bet you won't swing though no. he's the instigator prime right right uh, the priming agent um, but obviously so let's let's talk about a couple of things obviously the end credit scene he still has vision of his body and now that is I think Ultron's gonna take over that body. It's and that's kind of like where the conversation we're going to get. It's white vision. And I'm not, again, I'm not too familiar with white vision from the comics, but, um, here's what I think we could happen is white vision gets into a beef with WandaVision, uh, pardon the pun. And they fuse together to bring the vision back because again, when they're like, this is the thing that, that, has me like thinking this could happen when she's in hydro base right she interacts with the tesseract within the tesseract we already know there's an infinity stone but on top of that we see a she sees a, a figure within that and it amplifies yeah. her her powers beyond anything and anyone anyone's ever seen so her yeah. powers are not like just from like she already had powers and her powers have like the source is from an infinity stone. So the vision mm-hmm. that she created is from that source, an infinity stone, the thing that was powering him before. So I mm-hmm. think with her vision, her version of vision that exists in that reality, if it were to come in contact with white vision, again, this may be happened in the comics. I don't know. I'm not that big. If I didn't read too much into the WandaVision comics, I think they could bring back old vision or at least new vision. The combination of her her constructed reality and his physical body, again mm-hmm. the merging of mind and body. And if that happens, Salam Lager, man, we're in a good place. The Avengers, Avengers are in a very good place. Yeah, and then obviously, like at uh, the end of like the show for not the end credit scene, uh, I really thought Agatha was going to be like, "Do you know what you are?" I thought she was going to say, "You're a mutant." Yeah, but she's like, "No, you're the Scarlet Witch." And again, not just which any, is it's, says, it's a close thing. She says, the yeah, end. it's close. It's close. Uh, but yeah, I'm so excited. Next week's episode, the last episode, is going to be 50 minutes, supposedly. So we're, we're getting damn near the whole hour. And I am just so stoked for it. We're going to see, you guys see how it revolves. I need my Jimmy to throw on the right hook. Yep. Um, but I need him to say uh, something along the lines of, it's woo time. <laughs> <And then he laughs> just... 
Honestly, I don't know if they plan for him to be that cheesy, but like with all the love and support that that character is receiving. Did I miss that? He needs to hit them with the one two woo. <laughs> That's hilarious. He needs to do a dance and we call it the woo walk. Listen. I could do this all day. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I'm, I'm on board. We just need a show of him doing FBI cases, but Luis is his informant on a lot of them. Oh, man. Man, that would be the greatest sketch. Not sketch. That would be the greatest like Marvel comedy of all time. Actually, do I, don't, I don't want him to stay with the FBI. I, and I this, this will never happen. But I want him to take over S.W.O.R.D. because I hate that guy. Well, the thing is, is there's also... Uh, in the comics, I think Jimmy Woo ends up becoming like agents of Woo or something like that, or agents of Shield, Time or something like that. I don't know, but he's essentially the director of it. After he leaves his, so he's with the FBI, he's with Sword. After he leaves that, he found his own thing that is predominantly Asian agents, um, with some superheroes joining. Um, so what, that'd be really cool. I wonder if he and Wong would get along. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Uh but honestly, again, Randall Park, all the flowers. I I just love that he's getting his recognition and he's no longer just Asian Jim. Right. Uh it's 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 a great time. Also, um and I feel like an add-on, but I don't know why this needs to be said because we've already kind of got into it. But uh don't fuck with agents, like yeah, don't be stupid. Yeah, 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 let's uh, let's just again. We want to use our platform responsibly. There's uh, so we'll talk about it. There's been an uptick in violent acts and hate crimes and violent messages towards people of Asian descent in the United States of America, of all places. Due to I, some dangerous rhetoric. Due to some dangerous rhetoric by some political forces and some people who will remain unnamed. Um, are you that stupid? That's all I have to, to the people who are perpetrating these crimes. Like, are you are you really that stupid? Um, and for those normal people, continue to stand up for the right thing. Continue to stand up for justice. We stand with the Asian community and the Asian American community against violence in all forms, in all ways. <laughs> and like, here's my thing: you you keep you keep you keep biting. Eventually, you gonna get punched back, and I'm not gonna be mad. When you get beat, just say yeah. you push. Like honestly, you keep like pushing. I don't. Yeah. Don't get mad when eventually people push back. Just saying. Uh, again, it's... I don't condone violence in any way. That's not the part of life I live anymore. But you keep pushing. Eventually, who was it? Um, I can't remember what show or movie it was. It was like you keep knocking on the devil's door. Eventually, someone's going to answer. answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, people think they can just do things without consequences. Uh, don't, please don't. Like on it, like just what is stop. it? Not even, not even eight months ago, you were posting a black square in June. Uh, you were like, oh, I want to learn about Juneteenth. That's looking real performative right now because it's not just black right. people that we got to worry about. So, stop hating on Asians. Don't be racist. If not. Again, I got five good fights in me left for the rest of my life. I will fight anyone for charity just to stop this. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Bring me your um, square up, 3 p.m. at the flagpole. <laughs> right. Uh, 
But anyways, yeah. I'll I will introduce the one two woo and hopefully Randall Park sees it. <laughs> anyways. Speaking I'm finished with the up at the flagpole. Uh again. Four nations brought together under one roof are getting Caleb. a second chance. Caleb. Caleb. Let me tell you why I love this so much. It's... Why this is my favorite thing to happen this year. So, 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 so good. So happy. So, so happy. This is after, like, obviously, Avatar happened. Legend of Korra happened. And then M. Night Shyamalan mm, decided. That didn't happen. I don't, that's not in my memory. It didn't happen. He decided, Fake. what if we made a movie? Fake news. And then everyone after that's like, yeah, you didn't make a movie. Uh, or do you know uh, that guy on uh, TikTok who does the skits where he just asks questions back to them? He's just like, uh. He was just like, he's like, okay, good for you. What do you mean good for me? <laughs> he has like the glasses. <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about? No, I, I I listen. I watch four videos on TikTok every day. Okay. Ooh, that brother gone. <laughs> Slumber. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a guy who. Uh, that's my favorite TikTok. He I'm just like that. as like he'll say something, but then someone will be like, uh, oh, yeah, he's like. Uh, why? Why would you do that? He's like, who said I want to do that? <laughs> and so at this point, it's like M Night Shyamalan's like, hey, what if we made an Avatar movie? I think that's what people would want. And then we're looking back at him, and it's like, who said you're able to make a, a an Avatar movie? We don't want that. Who said you could do this? And obviously after that, then they're like, hey, let's make a live action show. They brought in the creators, and it's going to be great. Then creative differences happen, and then they split from the project. And then somehow Netflix is just like, let's make Katara the older sister, which ruins a lot of storylines. Um, and also is somehow a gateway that they could potentially like also like put her in more adult situations that just doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Uh, so I say I love this because this is quite biggest it's quite quite possibly the biggest fuck you to netflix they could have done yeah and i am all on board for pettiness i'm all on I was, board I for getting excited i was super excited for the netflix thing and then as more and more information came out the more and more like the avatar faithfuls got distraught we're just like we're never ever ever gonna get to experience the world in the way it's supposed to be displayed and this right. is not just like the equal and opposite reaction. This is literally like, get up on my trap house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, an entire studio dedicated to Avatar Universe is more right. than they could have ever asked for. And the thing is, is like, uh, I think the perfect thing that kind of was just like, oh, because obviously, like, Netflix has now the right to do a live action one, they're doing everything animated. Yeah. They're like any animated shows or movies. So like all the comics that came after the search, the promise, um, the, I forget what the one with factory is, but like, we're going to be able to get a chance to experience those. They might even do the Kyoshi files. It's listen. So, so good. Not, not only that, but like animated movies, we could get like, we can get what happened in between like the creation of a um, unity Island. Mm -hmm. We could get that as a like we can get that as a miniseries. We can get that as a movie. We can Honestly, we could get the beginning of Republic City. Yeah, as a movie. <sighs> Cannot wait. 
can there are not so many things and say like, what you want the only avatar i want to see is more roku or honestly yeah, yeah. i don't fault you for that i don't think we got enough roku in that yeah uh, we get more of him but i'm 100 for it more uncle there's... iroh who's gonna complain uncle iroh shorts when that yeah Right. Uh, honestly, but they will break me if they show even an ounce of Iroh's son. They will break me. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not gonna. Yeah, not gonna make it. Uh, ugly cry. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like, don't get me wrong. Netflix has done a lot of good things. They've secured the bag more than once. They've been doing great. They've been killing it on original content. They've also fumbled the bag a lot. Listen, I'm just gonna say some things that they've done live action. And we will just continue to keep it pushing. Full Metal Alchemist. Bleach. Bleach. Kakigami. No. Mm hmm. Do I need to say more? Need I say more? It's probably better that you don't. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, there's still hope. Again, in Netflix, we give credit where credit is due. Everything that has come out of the group and the studios making Cowboy Bebop sounds amazing. The actors, but you still like, trust it. I don't trust it. The actors seem like they're having fun. The directors seem like they're having fun. The writer, when the writers are having fun, you know it's going to be good. But but here's bad. the thing. Every time I think here's about the it, thing. I'm just like, mm, there was full metal. Caleb, Caleb, you remember whenever you had a class project with friends? Mm, yeah, yeah. I like that. in science class, uh -huh. you guys had fun. That doesn't mean you passed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, say what you want. See, he's got my degrees. <laughs> I'm just saying, you may have had fun, but you didn't pass. Uh, I'll have you yeah, know, and then I passed all my science classes, despite all the group work I had to do. I'm just, I'm just using an illustration, buddy. <laughs> uh, I know, I knew uh, barely. Uh, Listen, I got, my, I have two diplomas to prove that I passed. Right, more power to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but honestly. This, this is going to be great. Finally, fans of Avatar are going to get some more content that they just wanted or just wanted to see on a screen. It's going to be fantastic. Super happy for them. I'm super, I'm super happy for the creators because obviously, do you know how much it would suck to be a part of something and then split from creative differences because they want to do something that doesn't in lo like fall in line? With the vision, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's your IP, but they want to do something different and that doesn't sit well with you. I'm glad that they're able to take control of that and they can do things that they want to see and they can explain it how they want because it's their baby. Like, they love it. Everyone loves it. It's the internet's baby. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the beauty of having a studio, right? Like, having an ent entire studio, not only do they have a studio, it's back at Nickelodeon where the journey all started. This is like the definition of like, everything coming full circle this is literally the avatar cycle <laughs> if you yeah. think about it it's actually them following the avatar cycle they're back where they started with the people who trusted them and gave them um like an opportunity in the first place and like allowed them to create this universe that we're falling in love with and now we get to get more stories in this universe that we're following and and more characters i mean we get to get more flying lemurs we get more appa more momos more also we get more like Toph. i can't wait to hear and see more about Toph. the bayfong army the bayfong family i can't wait to see more about like 
sports bending, like or whatever that was. I mean, yeah. we have had very, very elevated discussions at high volumes about the quality of villains that were in Korra. Like, mm-hmm. man, if we get more of that, what more could you ask for? Honestly, like, we're spoiled. Yeah. At this point, like we're spoiled. We got two, two very solid uh, series. You, very rarely do you get a follow up or a sequel to a show that matches intensity and, in some aspects, gives you better than the original. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen. And honestly, we've been spoiled. We've gotten some shit along the way, but we're, for all intents and purposes, just too lucky too lucky to be to to have people that care about it so much that give want to give us more in good quantity and quality i'm never gonna but, say no to more avatar so all right for it. but enough about that let's 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 round this up with something that is pretty near and dear to us something that's been around just as long as us it's for all intents and purpose a millennial pokemon mm. think about that pokemon is a millennial yeah been around for a minute it's 25 pokemon turned 25 listen pokemon know if i have some babies pokemon better start paying rent soon (laughs) (laughs) oh man what a wonderful celebration the only thing about the pokemon celebration everything that i've seen again i wasn't able to catch the official celebration but i watched it like i watch everything else in my life i watch it on twitter through clips um Everything that I've seen, all the rumors, the official stuff, I like. Except for post. <laughs> this is the one time I have to like tell my guy, sorry, hold this L, sit down in the corner. That was not good. That was not yeah. good. It was not good at all. It, it, it was very weird. Once, um, I, at first, the first horror post, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fire. Not good. No, no, no. This was not it. It's not the move. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's that was weird, but whoever is running, whoever's the admin of the Pokemon Twitter account, they crushed it uh, for their celebration all day. Uh, people got a lot of things that they wanted, and they just took us on a huge nostalgia trip. Um, obviously, from the first game in uh, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Yellow, and then through the years, showing us. This game came out this year, uh, and I love the tidbits that they came out with. That came out with it. Like I saw one for uh, for Johto, I think it was, where they were talking about. Hold on, I'm gonna find it here for a second. Because Pokemon, it, they just know their fan base. That's all I have to say about that. They just know their fan base. Um, Dang it, they retweeted they retweeted a lot of people here. And there's a difference uh, between knowing your fan base and like catering to your fan base. Not only do they know their fan base well, but they know how to cater to their fan base. This was almost yeah. perfect. Almost perfect. Nothing's perfect, but it's almost perfect. Yeah, so here, like for example, one of the the year is two thousand. You watch episodes of Pokemon the Johto Journeys every Saturday morning on Kids WB. You're playing Pokemon Gold. Your best friend's playing Pokemon Silver. You're both about to battle Ho-Oh and Lugia for the first time. Life is good. <laughs> Just What a time to be alive. 
Yes, and they, and they did that. They did that for each of the titles, and to know not only about the people playing your games, but the intricacies of it, and how you probably had things set up is just top, top knowledge, top level. So good. Why Pokemon continues to be a high-grossing product, and they keep remaking it. As angry as it makes us sometimes, they keep remaking it for a reason, because people care about it. Man, I mean, I'm, like, legit thinking about some of, like, the most fun I've had. And, like, Pokemon is involved in a lot of, like, my big gaming moments. Uh, fam, <laughs> I had my Game Boy taken away from me several times because of mm-hmm. uh, um, Sapphire and Ruby. Oh, man. Yeah, a lot of, lot of memories with Sapphire and Ruby. A lot of, lot of, so many good times. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. I'm feeling like so nostalgic about it at this point. Like as, as old as I seem, as old as I may be, um, I really hope one day that Pokemon's still around to like show my kids. Uh, I, I don't see how it won't be. Honestly, at 25, it's not only getting better, like the horizon looks limitless, right? Like we've had franchises come and go. Mm-hmm. But, like, some of the staples, um, Pokemon, like, stands on top. Like It really does. Zelda. It's crazy. Zelda is, like, hitting a stride like nothing, like none before. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Pokemon. Halo, struggling, but we have hope. Um, and, again, we could we can even, like, God of War, like, came like this and then, like, disappeared. And then now is, is this this resurgence so um i feel like pokemon is something i'll definitely be <laughs> god bless my wife because i'll be playing that in the delivery room <laughs> i don't know whether as soon as the kid comes out first thing gets doing i'm having him pick between charmander squirtle and bulbasaur yeah, listen, if my baby picks anything besides the charizard we're gonna have to have problems <laughs> start to have talk at you yeah do you know what yeah <laughs> Like, but funny enough, out of the first the first evolution of all three starters, Squirtle had the best design. Big facts. Big like, facts. Can't even front on that. Can't even front on that. Even I'm not even gonna, to I'm the not even end. Well, I like, actually think honestly, Million is the best middle one. War Turtle's weird. I thought I think Squirtle has the best solid like progression overall. Like I in like, terms I, like if you I look at the if you look at the whole thing. Gotcha. Okay, if you look I, at the I whole thing. It has like the best solid put together line of evolutions. Like it's not I'm not saying it's the best in each category, but it's just solid across the board for each and every single one. To me at least. I'm not mad at you. Um Yeah. Yeah, I really hope yeah, I just hope it's it goes on for years. Like I know it's a big corporation. I know they make money. I know they they make mistakes because at the end of the day, there's people behind the brand too. Um but it's brought so much joy to people. So many, do you know how many people were excited when we found out we were getting a remake of Diamond and Pearl? Do you know how many people were made happy by that simple announcement that we're getting an MMORPG, which we'll talk about on the TDM show, our other gaming podcast? So excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap it up and end it on that. First of all, I missed the Diamond and Silver Wave. 
Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. Sorry, I missed Diamond and Pearl a little bit. I think at that point I was playing RuneScape, and my mom was taking my. my <laughs> listen, RuneScape was a listen. You know, we need to talk about RuneScape on TDM. Right. But yeah, I'm excited to jump back into that world on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I got, I, we gotta go see our guy. I'm pre-ordering that Pokemon Snap. You already know what it is. You already know um, what if it you is. need my Switch code, <laughs> just hit me up. DM me. Hit me up on Twitter. I might even Twitch stream it. Who knows? It's 2021's a new year. Uh, just holla at your boy. Listen, all, all good things must come to an end, but make sure you tune in to our podcast, our gaming podcast with our guy, Game... Oh, not nope. Wrong Greg. <laughs> Toxic. I almost said Game Over Greggy. Wrong Greg. No. Uh, tune in to our gaming Toxic. podcast. Tonsky or Tonks. Um, great gaming host. We talk about everything video game related that happened in the week, sometimes two weeks, <laughs> sometimes a month. Um, but it's always a good time. If you enjoy video games at all, you miss us talking about video games on this podcast, make sure you tune in to the TDM show where you always get your podcast. Uh, Matt, go ahead and take us out. Yeah. Uh, like you said, head over to the TDM show, also known as T Deathmatch on every single platform that podcasts are streaming. Um, but aside from that, aside from everything going on, Guys, we're so appreciative that you are with us here on this ride, on our ep- like ride to episode 200. We're almost there. We really want to do something special. Uh, so we're probably just going to pause for a week. We're going to put everything together. We're going to try really hard to do something really cool. I think I want to do a giveaway. I feel like we should do a giveaway. I'm, I'm um, support that. Yeah. So we're, we're going to figure out what that looks like. We're going to put it together. Uh, and it's, we're just so thankful for you guys. Again, we did this because we talk about this stuff anyways. And we love... Not only the things we're talking about, but we love hanging out with the people we're talking with about it. And we're, that includes you guys listening. And that's all this is. Comics, nerd cultures, video games, superheroes. It's a safe space to talk about it and nerd out. Unless you like Booster Gold, then we got to run hands. That's all hey, I got. Listen, on site. Uh, it's on site. It's on site. <laughs> it's on site. Uh, aside from that, you're cool. You're cool. We care about you guys. Uh, so be sure to spread the love. Don't get keep and stick up for others. That's really all we have to say. So with that being said, be sure to follow us on all social media at Eman Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can tweet at us at Eman Podcast to join the conversation. Best way to do that. Uh, we're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. So be sure to rate and review us, share with your friends. Um, yeah. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can follow me on all social media at Matt My social medias and my social are all over the place. I might just tell you to follow me on TikTok uh, or I might not. Uh, I'm on, I am on Instagram at Old Man Mookie. You can request to follow me. I haven't accepted a single one yet. Make sure you DM me to let me know you listen, you're from the podcast, because otherwise, I might think you're one of these bots, Alejandro. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody mm-hmm. says, "Hi, I'm Alejandro. I saw that you were no, block, delete." <laughs> so make sure you follow me on Twitter. Let me know you're from the pod. Follow me for all the shenanigans. Um, I promise you. I'm not going to be this lame next summer. I will be done with school and I'll have a life. And until then, peace, love, and basketball.